How's it going, everybody? Rich Piazza here from Fantasy Shed on air. Uh, the week prior to the Super Bowl, not much going on. So I'm not talking fantasy football. I'm not talking football at all. I am talking Major League Baseball and the Hall of Fame as we have a couple of new inductees into the 2019 Hall of Fame class. Uh, we already know who they are, obviously. Mariano Rivera, Edgar Martinez, Mike Messina, and Roy Halladay. And I'm a little bothered by this because what exactly is the Hall of Fame? If you look on the website, it says it's committed to preserving the history of America's pastime and celebrating legendary players, managers, umpires, executives who've made the game a fan favor for more than a century. It also says that their motto is to preserve history, honoring excellence, and connecting generations. But is it really? Because in my opinion, the Hall of Fame has become a joke. When you think of Hall of Famers, you think of the best of the best to play that sport. The best of the best to play the game. Someone who dominated the game in some way or another at a certain point. Babe Ruth. Lou Gehrig. Joe DiMaggio. Mickey Mantle. Ted Williams. Onus Wagner. Sandy Koufax. Those are Hall of Famers. And in the 2019 class... You can make the argument for or against all of them. In my opinion, the one true Hall of Famer of the ones that made it in this year is Mariano Rivera. And obviously, the 425 voters agreed because he is the first unanimous selection. And he should be. Not saying he should be the first, but he should have been a unanimous selection. There should have been more prior to him. Mariano dominated the game, dominated from his position over his entire career. Of course, he had some roadblocks. He had some bumps. He wasn't perfect, but none of the players already in the hole were perfect. But he dominated the closer position. And look, if you want to go on and say that somebody who pitched one inning shouldn't be a Hall of Famer or shouldn't have been a unanimous election, you know what? Just go back and watch some of the games. Go back. Listen to what other people are saying. Previous players, listen to what they say about Mariano Rivera. One pitch. That's all he needed was one pitch in order to dominate the way he did. So yes, Mariano in the hall, absolutely. He is a Hall of Famer, no question about it. But now let's look at some other players. Roy Halladay. Played 16 seasons, 98 games over 500. 
67 complete games, which is unheard of now. And now starting pitchers don't have to go past four or five innings. Of his 16 seasons, he had six seasons with a sub-3 ERA. But of the 16 seasons, only five or six were dominant. Five or six dominant seasons out of 16. That's Hall of Fame worthy? That makes him one of the best ever in baseball? Because if you're putting that as a criteria, then there's a lot more players you could put in. It's too easy to get into the Hall of Fame now. I feel like they're just voting for guys to vote for guys. These writers, you have 10 votes. You don't have to use all 10 votes. Roy Halladay was a great player. But the Hall of Fame is not just for great players. They're for players that were among the best ever. And Roy Halladay, in my opinion, is not one of the best ever. May he rest in peace. The same can be said about Mike Mussina, and I like Mike Mussina. 18 seasons. Never had a losing record or even a sub-500 record. I'm sorry, or even a 500 season. Maybe you could attribute that to the teams he was on. The Orioles were good at that time. New York Yankees. A 3.68 career ERA is a Hall of Fame career. He had one full season, his second season in the league in 1992, with a sub-3 ERA. One 20-win season, his final season in the league. That's a very nice career. It's not one of the greatest ever. It's not. All you have to do now to be a Hall of Famer is be very good. And that's not what the Hall of Fame is for, in my opinion. That's not what it should be for. If I go to Cooperstown, I don't care about seeing Roy Halladay's plaque or Mike Messina's plaque. They weren't the greatest. They didn't dominate their sport or their position. They were good players, even great players, but they're not the best. You know who's better than them during the same time period? Roger Clemens. But he's not in the hall. I'll get to that in a second. Edgar Martinez. 18 years. Seven all-star appearances. No MVP awards. No gold gloves because he didn't play defense. I'm not going to hold the fact that he was a DH against him, though. It's part of the game. But 753 hits shy of 3,000 in 18 seasons? He had a 312 career batting average? Known as a doubles machine? He's one of the greatest to ever play the game? He's not. He was a very good hitter. Pretty consistent. But he's not one of the greatest to ever play the game. And Veterans Committee, what are you doing? Harold Baines. Guy played 22 years. He still doesn't have 3,000 hits or 400 home runs. He was never an MVP. Six All-Star appearances in 22 years and he's a Hall of Famer? 
What are we doing? Something has to change with the voting and criteria about being a Hall of Famer and what the Hall of Fame is. You want to acknowledge these guys' careers in the Hall? Fine, but then don't make them Hall of Famers. Don't have their own plaque in there. Have a separate area for just great players or good players. Because these guys aren't Hall of Famers. They're not. No one else follows me. And I'm biased. I'm a Yankee fan. Grew up, loved Don Mattingly. The Hall of Fame has Kirby Puckett in there. But not Don Mattingly. Have you looked, have you compared these guys' numbers? They're almost identical. 12 years for Puckett, 14 years for Mattingly, although you can't count the first year, really. So it's about a year difference. 1,783 games for Puckett for 1,785 for Don Mattingly. Puckett had maybe 150 more plate appearances. It's ridiculous. It really is. Runs separated by like 68 runs or something like that. Kirby Puckett had about maybe 150 more hits. Less doubles than Don Mattingly. 15 less home runs than Don Mattingly. Their RBIs are separated by 14 with Don Mattingly getting the edge there. Kirby was a 318 career hitter, Mattingly 307. Mattingly walked more. He struck out far less times than Kirby Puckett. You're talking over 500 more strikeouts for Kirby Puckett than Don Mattingly. Kirby was a six-time Gold Glove winner, Mattingly nine. You want to know what Mattingly has that Puckett does not? An MVP award. He has three Silver Slugger awards. Don Mattingly was a dominant player from 1984 to 1989. If you have Kirby Puckett in the Hall of Fame, you have to have Don Mattingly in the Hall of Fame. Is it the one World Series championship that Kirby Puckett has that Don Mattingly doesn't? Or the four playoff appearances. You can't blame Mattingly for that. He was on crappy teams. Had he hung around one more year, he probably would have been a World Series champion. But just compare these numbers. They're so close. In almost every category. I mentioned Edgar Martinez, who has 72 more doubles than Don Mattingly, and he played five more years. He's known as a doubles machine. There has to be certain criteria. I don't know what it is. I haven't thought about it. It used to be 3,000 hits and you're in, but some of these guys don't even have or even close to 3,000 hits, and now they're in. So let's be realistic here. Are we the Hall of Fame or the Hall of having very good seasons? I'm not downplaying what Roy Halladay or Mike Messina did. Great players. Not Hall of Famers. Edgar Martinez, great hitter. 
not a Hall of Famer. They didn't dominate in any way. And the Hall of Fame, going back to their motto of preserving history, really? It's time to get over the fact that these steroid guys are not getting in. It was a complete era in baseball. There are Hall of Famers in there who we don't know if they took steroids. It wasn't really a thing. It wasn't tested for. We do know they took greenies. Not the same thing, you say? I beg to differ. Are they going to make you hit the ball further? No. Not like steroids. But you know what they do? They keep you going. Hall of Famers would grab these, and you hear stories all the time. Hall of Famers would grab these by the handful and pop them before games. It kept them going. It enhanced their performance. Because if they didn't have those or didn't take those, they might not have been up and ready to play in that second game of the doubleheader or that day game after night game. They might not have been able to do it as effectively as they were. So performance-enhancing drugs have been around the ba- have been around the game of baseball for a long time, and you already have Hall of Famers in there. You have a pitcher in there by the name of Gaylord Perry, who's admitted to using a spitball against league rules. He did something that would doctor the actual baseball, the namesake. Of the game. He did that to get an edge over the hitters. What makes that okay? You allowed him in there. You're a Hall of Fame. Preserving history. You're not preserving history. You don't have the all time hits leader in there. You don't have the all time home run leader in there. You know who you have in there? The commissioner of the steroid era who turned a blind eye to all of this. You have a commissioner who was the acting commissioner during a strike. And then he got to witness Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa bring baseball back to life. He was okay with that, right? Reaping the benefits of those players on steroids. He didn't seem to care too much then. He's in the Hall of Fame. But you're keeping these other guys out. You're keeping Roger Clemens out, who one of the best pitchers to ever play the game. Dominant. Barry Bonds. Dominant. And you know what's interesting is neither of them have actually tested positive on a known test. Things have been leaked out, 
but they've never actually tested positive. Hey, look at Pudge Rodriguez. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's been linked. Look what happened to his body after the Mitchell report. Drastic. Drastic difference. There's too much gray. If you want to have a separate area in the hall for steroid era, fine. If you want to mention that a lot of their achievements came uh, during the steroid era, that's fine too on their plaque. But to not acknowledge them as Hall of Famers, it's ridiculous. Alex Rodriguez is going to be in the same situation when he's eligible. Superior talent was on his way to a Hall of Fame career even without the steroids. And you know what else about Alex Rodriguez? He too never actually, I believe, tested positive on a known test. It was researched with the biogenesis that he either took or purchased steroids from a certain time. Rather than fight it, he admitted it. He's moving on, took ownership of it. So say what you want. But these guys need to be in the Hall of Fame. These guys are the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds is the career record holder of home runs. And he's not a Hall of Famer. And like I said before, you cannot honor the commissioner during that time as a Hall of Fame commissioner and not honor these players. Something has to change. Something has to change with that and something has to change with the voting and who we are letting in. You need to let in the best ever, not just great players. There's a difference. Well, anyway, congratulations to Mariano Rivera, Roy Holiday, Mike Messina, and Edgar Martinez on their election in the 2019 Baseball Hall of Fame. This is going to wrap it up for me on this topic, at least for right now. Thanks for listening. I'm Rich Piazza. This is Fantasy Shed on Air.